it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie, and a member of the Green Woman Leadership Group. As Green Women, we're passionate about growing our own lives and being activists for the deep concerns about women's issues in our self-care practices, healthy living, nature healing, environment and climate crisis, social justice and activism, and living in harmony with Mother Earth. We are artists, educators, students, medical professionals, entrepreneurs, coaches, business owners, green mamas and grandmothers, and we're wrapping our lives and work around making a difference in our world. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that I think is so important in today's world. How many of you have given yourself permission to do whatever it is you wanted to do? I think that's really, really hard, um, giving yourself permission. You know, I never even thought about it until someone started talking to me. We think we have to do everything. As women, we need to conquer it all. And that is not true. So giving yourself permission. I want you just to keep thinking about that as I go through and discuss certain things that will help you do that. For those of us in the Northern Hemisphere of the world, the season of the spring equinox began the journey of new growth and represents new beginning. The season of summer is about three weeks away on June 21st. And what does that mean for us? The summer solstice reminds us to turn inward and find the nourishment needed to grow and evolve. But how do we do that with all this turmoil around us? The war in Ukraine, mass shootings happening all over, rising interest rates, the cost of everything is rising, questionable market stability, who and what to believe in the political and the medical worlds, continuing climate crisis, and still continuing to have to have COVID outbreaks. The world as we know it is in a big mess, wouldn't you say? (laughs) And all peoples are experiencing such an emotional roller coaster of emotional feelings. Many of us are also experiencing fear, hopelessness, sadness, grief. Many are outraged, we're demonstrating, feeling paralyzed and unable to move or to complete the everyday tasks that we usually accomplish. So during the summer, how do we learn to turn inward and find the nourishment that is needed to grow and evolve in a new world for us? You have probably heard the sayings, nothing stays the same forever, or we are always changing and evolving. Well, I am hoping to give you some tools to help you with those feelings and feel less paralyzed for you to accomplish your daily task. I have found that there are several ways that this can be done. Sometimes the only thing standing between you and a better, healthier, more abundant life 
is simply giving yourself permission to be who you truly are meant to be and also how you're feeling that day. At least in the United States, you know, our culture has been programmed from birth to ask authority figures like our parents if we can have a snack when we're hungry or asking teachers to be permitted to use the bathroom or unable to do what you wanted until you finished an assignment or task, which is all very institutionalized. And then there were outside influences such as the news and the media. And now we have social media also. We are bombarded and still are with how to feel, to act, and even how and what to think resulting in feeling guilty, or we're not good enough, especially when it comes to women. However, the first thing we must remember is that we are here on this planet in our physical bodies for a purpose. And it's impossible to be who you truly are meant to be if you are always looking to others for permission. The only way we can even begin to fulfill our purpose and be who we are meant to be is to give yourself permission to live for the things you love. Listen to that. Live for the things you love. Giving yourself permission to use the bathroom when you need to or to buy yourself a fabulous pair of shoes begins to shift your energy towards self-empowerment. Of course, living for what you love means that you also need to give yourself permission to let go of worrying what other people may think of you. When you let go of the need for approval, you can begin to live your life's purpose. Here are a few tips I found in my research and an article by Dr. Northrup, and that is to give yourself permission. How many of you have ever given yourself permission to do what you wanted to do? And I know as I've grown up as a child through adulthood, that was so difficult for me to do, but I had to learn. And it took me a long time to learn. So giving yourself permission to yourself is a process. It starts with small permissions, such as giving yourself permission to rest when you're tired or even sick, or giving yourself permission to ask for help when you need it. That is a big one, especially for women. I know it is for me. When you practice these smaller permissions on a regular basis, it becomes easier to give yourself permission to be your true self. So I'm going to start, there should be about nine or 10, but here we go. Have you ever stopped to acknowledge your super traits? I really like this, what she said about super traits. You might ask, what is a super trait? Well, one example might be listening. Maybe you're a great listener, that you listen to your spouse, your kids, your friends, and all the woes of life. But do you turn on your super traits for yourself? 
Do you ever listen to your needs or do you just ignore them? If you struggle with giving yourself permission, you probably have a super trait that results in putting others' needs first before yours. And I have to tell you again, I'm number one with that. I always put others' people's needs before mine, but no more. And you know what? It feels really good. And also, the people that you felt you needed to give it to, they don't even notice it. This is at the heart of burnout. The best thing you can do is give yourself permission to apply that super trait to yourself and give yourself a permission to prioritize your own self-care. Also, learn to trust yourself. When you give yourself permission, you are trusting yourself to make choices. There is an all-knowing consciousness inside you at all moments guiding you toward your highest good. Do you ever listen to your inner being? The more you can connect with this guidance and the more you listen to it, the easier it will be able to give yourself permission. Let go of the need for approval. Another big one that I was guilty of. When you seek external permission from others, you are allowing yourself to be judged. As long as you need the approval of others, you will remain disempowered. Once you stop seeking that external approval, your ability to give yourself a permission when you need one increases so greatly. Now, how many of you call on your guides? Now, I do this regularly. I call it the unit, mine guides, I call is the universal divine creator. Now, there are many, many, many that you could use, but they're just for some divine guidance or your higher power. For example, you could say a little prayer like this. This is what I do. Divine creator, please assist me in becoming someone who's easily knows my needs and feels comfortable with getting them met. You don't just say it once in a while. You make it your everyday prayer or every night. Another thing is you want to feel your emotions. When you want to give yourself a permission, allow yourself to feel the emotions associated with whatever you are seeking permission to do. For example, if you are seeking permission to rest, you should rest. If you want to cry, you should cry. Remember that your emotions are the connection between your physical body and your spirit. Feeling these emotions is essential to connecting with your higher self and your purpose. How many of you love and cherish yourself? You know, I do this every morning before I get out of bed and every night when going to sleep. And that is I place my hand, one hand on my heart, and I say, or both your hands, I actually put one on my stomach, one on my hand, you can put both on your heart. And I say, I love myself. You are precious. You're beautiful. I forgive you. I truly love you. Those are some, some examples of what you can tell yourself. Do this exercise every day, as often as you need. 
I don't know if any of you heard of Louise Hayes. She's, she's a pretty great, phenomenal person. But she had an exercise that was called the mirror work. And I actually did this. You look deeply into your eyes each morning in the mirror and you say, I love you. Now, when I mean looking deeply into your eyes, that's exactly what you do. You look at that mirror and you look right at your eyes. And you know, when I started doing that, wow, I could feel it all the way into my soul, into my heart. And you say, I love you. I really love you. I was also doing it because sometimes women, our body image, you know, we're either too fat or we got extra weight or whatever it is. And I did this exercise and I started to lose weight. It's amazing how it works. You can do the same thing when you go to bed. And I know that within 30 days, you will notice a change. I can truly say that because I've done this mirror work and it does work. Another thing you can do is meditate. Meditation can help you connect to that higher part of yourself that knows your true worth. This can help you release the need for external permission. I follow meditations from the mindful movement with Sarah Rayburn, and I have always had positive results. So if you have a difficult time meditating, this is a great place to start. Mindful movement with Sarah Rayburn. I really love it. Another tip is stop saying the three words, I have to. When you let go of I have to and replace it with I want to, you free up tremendous energy to do what you love and be who you are meant to be. I have also been guilty of this, but saying I want to really does work so much better. And even if you catch yourself, it's so easy to say I have to, and then I go, oh, nope, I want to. All right. Also practice permission daily. At first, it's really going to feel uncomfortable or even odd to give yourself permission daily. But the more you practice, the easier it will be to start. Start by making a list of everything that you would do if you gave yourself permission. Another way to make this list is to write everything down you wish others would do for you, which you always end up doing for them. Slowly work through your list. You can do this with a friend and then compare notes. Eventually, you'll be able to give yourself permission to be free from anything that does not support you, including a job or a toxic relationship. There were also 10 action steps I want to talk to you about of giving permission that you can give yourself every day. One, rest when you need to. If you are tired, give yourself permission to sleep. The dishes, the laundry, and the work you didn't finish today will still be waiting for you tomorrow. Two, feel joy every day. Paint, sing, dance, take a walk, go for a bike ride, swim, play music, and even have sex if you desire. Three, let go of toxic relationships. Toxic people drain us. 
work on creating relationships with people who are going to support you as you are. For me, after 10 years of a toxic marriage and with two beautiful children, I got a divorce and my life with my two kids was so less stressful and we started feeling happy again. The fourth one, love your body. Stop comparing yourself to the airbrush models in the media. Dress the way you want. Do your hair the way you like it. If this is difficult, do that mirror work again and tell your body how much you love it. Remember, I started doing that. I started losing weight. Number five, trust your intuition. Step out of the comfort zone and go for whatever feels right. Maybe it's a new career path, new health, new fitness program, or simply speaking up when you feel the need. You know, I went back to school at age 38 after the divorce and had two kids, and I went to nursing school, put myself through it, and graduated when I was 40. It was the best thing I could have done for myself and ultimately for my kids too. They were really proud of me. Number six, simplify your life. Focus on what truly matters to you. Don't let yourself get derailed by all that drama. Also, clearing the clutter in your life leads to freedom. And amen to that, because it surely does. I finally started doing to that, and I can't tell you, how much freer I feel and actually more relaxed. Seven, forgive yourself. How many of us, especially women, we never forgive ourselves. We just keep carrying it all on. But forgiveness is definitely a process. Find time every day to practice forgiveness. Number eight, saying yes to yourself is empowering saying yes to whatever you want in your life, and also saying no to whatever you don't want. Next, number nine, feel the guilt. Realize that the guilt you are feeling is probably just cultural programming. Remember, I talked about the parents and the school teachers. They can put a lot of guilt on you. And say no to whatever you don't want. And just tell that guilt, thank it for sharing, and then release it. And number 10, be yourself. Accept yourself exactly as you are. You don't have to fit your parents, your husbands, your school, your work, or anyone's cultural mold. Remember that we are living in turbulent times. And the season of summer, as in Chinese medicine, the summer sign of the element is fire. So during summer, the energy is high. So we must remember to balance our energies as to not burn out. So summer would be a great time for you to get a little feisty and put a little fire in you and start making those decisions for yourself. Remember the 10 action steps and to practice giving yourself permission to slow down, tune out, become quiet, relax, 
and be so gentle with yourself. I hope you liked today's episode, but I would like to leave you with a couple quotes. The first quote is called Birthright by Dana Faltz. Despite illness of body or mind, in spite of blinding despair or habitual belief, who you are is whole. Let nothing keep you separate from the truth. The soul illumined from within longs to be known for what is. Undying, untouched by fire or the storms of life, there is a place inside where stillness and abiding peace reside. You can ride the breath to go there. Despite doubt or hopeless turns of mind, you are not broken. Spirit surrounds, embraces, fills you from the inside out. Release everything that isn't your true nature. What's left, the fullness, light, and shadow, claim all that as your birthright. And the second quote I have is A Blessing by John O'Donohue. May you awaken to the mystery of being here and enter the quiet immensity of your own presence. May you have joy and peace in the temple of your senses. May you receive great encouragement when new frontiers beckon. May you respond to the call of your gift and find the courage to follow its path. May the flame of anger free you from falsity. May warmth of heart keep your presence aflame. And may anxiety never linger about you. May your outer dignity mirror an inner dignity of soul. May you take time to celebrate the quiet miracles that seek no attention. May you be consoled in the secret symmetry of your soul. And may you experience each day as a sacred gift woven around the heart of wonder. Now, I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the podcast or tell a friend, download and subscribe. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and Stitcher. Until next time, stay informed, be healthy, live green and become an activist for your own health, the health of your family and the health of Mother Earth, our true home. Keep it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot, thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got.